0: Hello listeners and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling as well as the value of homeschooling. My name is Nikki Rodrigues and I am your host coming from the beautiful Twin Island Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. So in our last episode we spoke with Reverend Dr. Ivor Gludon, a good friend of mine, sister in Christ, and she shared basically how her parents educated her. Even though she was in in the education system and going out to school, you saw how possible it was, even for a mom that was working or stay-at-home mom, how she was able to teach her children how her mom taught them during the July-August vacation, the Easter vacation, and the Christmas vacation, the schedule that they had, and what it was able to birth within not only Ivor, but in her siblings as well. You saw how her parents supported her dream, even though it was unconventional. You saw how they went about you know making sure that she was was educated not just academically guys but holistically and that goes for really really fantastic mental health you know people are talking about mental health and stuff but they're not really realizing that we are sometimes putting a lot of pressure on our children to perform in an exam namely the SCA exam that's around the corner or in whatever it may be cxc i mean and we're not saying that Children are not supposed to go do their best. We're not supposed to support them academically, but there must be balance, guys. There must be balance. So as I promised, we had to do a part two because she's such a wealth of information and her experience on this journey, even though not um, homeschooled as we know homeschooling to be now, we saw a different type of homeschooling, all right, where even though she was at school, there was a vested interest in Ivor, in her siblings, in their educational pursuits. The support that was lent to them, you know, her father's support and encouraging her in the sporting arena, and her mother undergirding her by making sure she had everything that she needed, academically as well as otherwise. So without further ado, let me just bring Ivor back on to chat with us. We're going to be chatting today about how she came about to educating um, her own children, and how she helps others in this particular regard. So, Ivor, welcome once again to Homeschooling Matters. You had so much to share with us the last time. We had to put a pin in it, but we are continuing today full steam ahead. Well, thank you for having me again. Yes, no problem. So, we heard a really fantastic testimony, you know, about how you were educated Not even realizing that there was homeschooling or home educating happening because you thought it was just the norm. That's what everybody was doing. But it wasn't, right? You didn't have the concept of the prestige versus the non-prestige school. You were just going through life happily enjoying your childhood, I'm sure. Um, Very comfortable going to school in your own neighborhood. So there was no stress or hassle with the, the the traverse from school to home and vice versa and so on. So then we fast forward a couple of years. You go abroad to university. You come back. You are a pioneer in your field because there was no, you know, nobody in this particular field before you. I don't even know if there's anybody since you. You could correct me if I'm wrong. You came and you built the UE spec. You came and you, you know, you, you built a new building for the high commissioner, the ambassadors in Jamaica, um, You've left a legacy, even though you didn't necessarily pursue construction engineering or anything. You just had vision, and you were very involved in making sure that your vision came to fruition. So good on you for doing those things. But after you've done all of that, you've now reached the point where you're now an ambassador, and uh, somewhere along the line, some children came into the equation. Maybe you can start there, if you wish, and then we could segue into how you educated your children, going forward.
1: Well, I came, when I came back to Trinidad and Tobago, and I was pursuing what I was pursuing at the university. I, in a parallel way, I made a commitment to myself even before I came home, that so many people had helped me along the way, that I was going to help. Mm-hmm. Now, in schools like the one that I went to, Diego Martin Secondary, there was no academic counseling. There were no teachers who told you that you could go on to university. Nobody, nobody gave you that information because they too felt that children going to this school cannot make it. Mm. That's really what they were saying, even though they didn't say it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I got to five, never thinking about university, never understanding anything about sports scholarships. I don't know any of these things. So I am in a hockey club and the hockey club comprise of these women who went to Bishop Anstey High School and some of the other prestige
2: schools. Mm-hmm.
1: They are now teaching in the secondary school system. So they bring their top athletes to play for the club. Hmm. and they meant to us but now they too didn't understand us because we from all these secondary schools and as far as everybody's concerned we don't amount to much Mm -hmm. but they did invest in us and so your eyes are now open to doing different things and so it was when I when one of, 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 of the persons in my, in my club, she was a permanent secretary in, in the Ministry of Planning. So there she is, and they're giving out all these scholarships. This is nothing to me, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But she came one. she sent somebody to me one year and said, why don't you apply? I had not a clue. Mm-hmm. It is only when I started the application process that I knew this was possible, etc., mm-hmm. etc. et cetera. So that's how I went. That's how I got the scholarship. And at that time, again, people of my ilk going to secondary school didn't get these things. So there was another um, athlete who was competing with me. She didn't even have two GC passes, but she went to the prestige school and was in that system. And the people around the table wanted to give her Scholarship because it was only one scholarship Mm
2: -hmm.
1: over me, and this so upset some of the people who were on the panel. Because you know, these it's interesting. Let me let me say this because somebody needs to see it Mm -hmm. in these prestige schools, especially the Catholic schools, when you stand outside of those schools and you look at the children coming out, you will think that the only children only children of that ethnic group, uh, 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 only, only the children who are more Caucasian than anybody else, you will think they're the only bright children because the school is made up of all of them. Mm-hmm. And when you come to a school like mine, Diego Martin Government Secondary, and you look at the children coming out, they're only the black children in the country. Mm-hmm. So you begin to realize something is wrong here. Mm -hmm. How could this be? But that's the way the system works, and people don't want to acknowledge that. That's why I'm saying this now. Mm -hmm. Because I knew, and then I played a sport, which was hockey, and people like me didn't play hockey. My teacher, Esther Springer, brought hockey to us because she went to Bishop Anstey, and so when she started to teach, she brought hockey to us and I was great at hockey. I, was, I remember playing against this prestige school and we, we win the match 10-0 and I scored the 10 goals. Wow. And people at the sideline calling me inhuman hmm. because schools like mine didn't win over schools like theirs. And so it began to open my eyes to the prejudices that occur in the country in general, but also in the school system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my mother, there was a, there was a, they were having all those riots, race riots in America. And we had a television which was unusual for anybody in those times. And so we are looking at the police beating these black people, dogs, hoes. And we are like, what is this? But we little. We are little. Mm-hmm. And my mother and father sat down and educated us on what that was. Mm-hmm. So my awakening was uh, different. Mm-hmm. So I'm now looking at all these things. So you have to understand it is all in that milieu, that context, you know, that I now becoming, was becoming a rebel for the cause. I wanted to prove my school was just as good as anybody else's school. Mm -hmm. And so now I come and I, you know, I get the scholarships and all of that. So when I was coming back, great on my mind was this idea that I got some help and I went abroad. And it's only when I went there that I recognized that we were never taught. We, these children from these areas that are not supposed to be prestigious, we were not taught. So Mm -hmm. my idea was I am coming back and I am going to give back, but I'm going to give back to that group. Mm -hmm. And when I came home, I started to... Before I came home, actually, because my mother was a teacher, so I would do it through her, I started to place students in Trinidad and Tobago and beyond on scholarships in the United States, in England and Canada, but mostly the United States. Mm-hmm. And I opened up all these vistas because when, when I tried to explain to the students that they needed to take the SAT exams, the SATs... Did happen in Trinidad and Tobago, but they happened in a small room in the Ministry of Education for the six or seven prestige schools children
2: mm-hmm.
1: whose parents knew about that. they said that, and of course they were the only ones they got the government scholarship
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But here I was now, and I trying to, to blow this thing open a little wider, and I wanted the Ministry of Education to offer the more students doing this sad, and they wouldn't they wouldn't deal with me. So I'm in America, so I call the sad people in New Jersey and I say, This is what I'm doing. Can you send me? And so they will send me all the application forms because I was sent into the Ministry of Education for application forms and they would not give it to them. Wow. So now I start sending this to my mother and anybody who I'm counseling from in the US, I'm in the US. I'm mm-hmm. at Spelman College. Anybody who I'm counseling, they will go home to my mother. They will get the, the SAT booklet. They will get the wow. um, the, the brochures of schools, everything.
0: I would have been a beneficiary of that, not well, in in, in indirectly. I didn't yes. go to your mom, but at the yes. point in time when I was at in form five, I was 16 years old. Um, I wrote SATs, yes. and it was easier for me then to be able to well, access the information.
1: Well, here's what happened. Because now they're applying to the SATs in the U.S., the U.S. in turn sends to Trinidad and Tobago all the, 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 the students who have registered. Mm-hmm. And that's when Trinidad and Tobago realized they could ignore it no more because now they have to find places for these exams because I am sending hundreds of students.
2: Wow. And
1: that's why you've got centers in north, south, east, and west. That's right.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: That's the only reason. And then my, my friends, remember I told you I was a primary school teacher.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I left here, I was an elementary school teacher. So all my friends who were in Teachers College with me, they are now teachers mm-hmm. in the system. So I will call them. I said, listen, there is this exam that these students have to take. But it is not, it's, you have to study the exam because it's a different exam. It's called the SAT. Why don't you offer the mm-hmm. service of having SAT lessons for these children, and I will send them to you. I got my friends in the north, south, east, west, and Tobago. Wow. And so, when the children, I spoke to the children, I said, okay, you can go to this person in the south, in your, in your neighborhood, you can go to this person. And so, I began, they began to now educate these children. This was a business for them, because they were paid.
0: That's right.
1: And so, that's how all these centers...
0: What a thing! Tobago, wow! Right?
1: And because of that now, the students, I would send them brochures. And at the time, I was at Spellman and Morehouse, and, and they were very interested in as African-American institutions. So I had, and so that is how it started. And so students who came from sometimes the depressed areas, or not, not, not that you were depressed, you came from certain areas, mm-hmm. and you weren't considered, but you came from a good family, good life, but they don't consider you. They would now pass, sometimes pass their, their common interest exams, and they will go to these prestigious schools. But a lot of times, they were not treated well. And so they weren't the ones who came out having the scholarships. Mm-hmm. So what happened is, here I am now, really, under that tier, I'm dealing with these students, and then these students getting larger scholarships to go to the different countries to study without any obligation afterward. Wow. And what I used to do is, I, after this finished my form, I would say, go to sixth form. Go to lower six. I want you to get a little more mature, mm-hmm. And then I want you to take the SATs out of the cycle of your examination. Mm-hmm. And then you will go by the time you're supposed to be going to upper sixth. By this time I've come home. And because these people now realize that some of the best choices for uh, A-levels were gone after this, after after lower six hmm. and gone away on these scholarships they hated me oh my goodness
2: wow. they said
1: all manner of things about me they told the parents some parents if you go to her we will not take your child to sixth form and i said to the parents how would they know you have come here mm-hmm. And so that is what, that is how, that is how it blew open to all these scholarships and everything. And most of the people who started now to do things afterwards did it because I did it, you know.
0: Yes, and pioneer. I am doing it, <laughs> yes,
1: and I'm doing it now, volunteers. And I remember Hector McLean, he was, you know, as you know, a lawyer and he was also a speaker of the house. Mm-hmm. And Hector came with his two children. So asked me for placement, and I said okay, and I did it, and both the children got through. And he says, Ivor, I do not understand you. Why don't you make this a business?" Mm-hmm. I said, "Because listen to this heathen person who don't know God." Eh? <laughs> I said, "Because I told God that who that because I got so much help, I will help people." Mm-hmm. Right? And these were mostly people who couldn't afford. So I wasn't going to charge anybody. This is me talking to God who don't know God. Eh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so they, my friends now who are like Hector, they're trying to convince me to take money. And I'm saying, no, 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 no. I promise God I ain't taking no money. It is after this, about maybe my fifth year into this, that I got saved and became a Christian, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God, God saved me because I was out there doing God's work, didn't even know.
0: That's right.
1: And so this is how the business started. This, and Hector said to me, you know, one day he came, he, he, it was my birthday, and he said, I want to take you out to lunch, and we went to lunch. And after my lunch, he said, this is your birthday gift. He said, I think you're a stupid woman. <laughs> this is your birthday gift. And when I opened it, he had incorporated me company, University Placement Consultancy Limited.
0: Oh my God! He did
1: everything, including giving me a seal. He said, when you come to your senses... Here you he go. He said, because I'm telling you this, I have money and I my children. have gone to the best schools, but I did not know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. And I've watched you, how you have dealt with them. And it's he not said, easy work. It's about... Yes. Yes. But listen to me. I could not take the money. People gave me People try to give me thousands and thousands of dollars. I said, no, no, no. I promise God mm-hmm. that I'm not taking money for this. So I said, I'll get rich some other way, but not this. City. <laughs> and that is how. And then there were, there were times in, a, in one year, academic year, I would send 200 children. Wow. There was a lot, more, a lot of them that you know that's sitting there and you see them today. If you ask them how they got a degree, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that is the mood I was in. So then I got this, this, um, I got an office in Stanmore Avenue because it was becoming big. Mm-hmm. The man gave me this office for next to nothing because of how I've been helping And I just sat up there and I used to go there every afternoon, Monday to Friday after I finished my work at the university. Mm-hmm. And that's where people started to come for me to help them. But in the meanwhile, I came home, my father died. Mm-hmm. the year i came home and then my brother i have two brothers and the older one he was always special he was brilliant um he did not go to school in Digomart. martin my mother put him into a private school because he had a, a lot of other issues behavioral issues okay. and she felt this is the way to deal with him and but he was brilliant and uh, not a not a trauma in his life mm-hmm. he was the one with a lot of trauma and then i came i'm a you know, my father died, and I'm home, and he died tragically. Mm-hmm. By this time, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and he has three daughters, you know, um, with this woman. that, that they, were, they weren't they married, but mm-hmm. she, she had children before, and then he had these three daughters. And I remember the last day that I saw him alive, we were talking, and he, we, 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 all knew that, we all knew that he probably wouldn't make it. He knew too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he says to me, I well, what will happen to the children? I said, that's not your concern. I will take care of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he was happy. That was the last conversation I had with my brother. Wow. And so he died and we did the funeral and everything. And I called the mother and i said because they were in dire circumstances too i said to her i want to i want to discuss this with you i said i know you need help with these children and i have two scenarios i said i they were they were in the country they were in princess now i said i can give you the money and set you up so that you know you can take care of them in princess i said "Or oh, you can give them you can give them to me and they could save me in port of Spain and you know I, I could i could take them full time mm-hmm. and she agreed that she will give them to me she discussed it with them mm-hmm. and they agreed so i had i at, at that point it was preteen and teen
2: mm-hmm. 13
1: and ten, eleven 11 or 12 11 11 and 13 the mm-hmm. first two because the baby was a year and a half
2: wow
1: so the baby I stayed with her mother in Princess down I brought them, but I, but I told her I was only going to take them in this manner if I could up, adopt them legally. Mm-hmm. And she agreed, and we went to court, again, Hector, he, he did all the work for me, wow. and I went before the court. And while we, we, we were in the court, the, the, the judge, it's to that I knew the judge, and the judge uh, um, gave Who me, me... Who don't <laughs> you know?
0: Who don't you know?
1: the judge gave me full custody of these children. And I walked out of the court with the mother and the lawyer and everything. And then I said, I asked the lawyer, I said, wait, it means that I, I, have, I, can, I, am, I can do everything legally with these children. She has no say? He said, yes. I said, no, 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 I have to go back in the court. And I ran back in the court. He said, you can't to run back. I said, justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody looked up because she was doing a different case. I said, justice, I ha- can I ask you something? Hmm. And he said, what? I said, If I die, will this woman get back her children? He said, no, it depends on what you say because you are the parent. Mm I said, no, 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 that is not right. I don't want anything to happen to me. And then somebody else, they could take them. No, 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 no. I said, could you do something so if anything happened to me, she could have her children? Hmm. And he looked at me and he said, you are something else. And he added with liberal access to the mother. Wow. And she was saying to me, you don't have to do it. What are you doing? That. I said, girl, you don't know what will happen. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. And everybody blamed her. You know, they would even tell me, how could somebody give her their children? And I never entertained it on conversation. Mm-hmm. I said, because she could love like a mother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I always defended her. I said, because she loves like a mother. She wants the best thing for her children. That's right. So there are these two children now coming. And then the, 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 the little one comes to visit sometimes. And the little one says, I'm staying. Hmm. And the little one stayed. The mother watching because we're thinking she's a baby. Mm-hmm. But the mother looked at me and looked at her. And she said she never said, she never looked back. Wow. And I'm saying now I want to educate these children. Now one, the first one who was mostly in the hardship, she was going to what is a junior secondary school. The second one was was going to Cohen Hamilton, which was a one of the, a prestige school in the south, and so I wanted to get them so i, I by this time I go to the same bishop and c and I'm trying to get them into the school. you would consider prestige school, and I am having a hard time by this time, I have placed many students from this school on scholarship mm. and many of the teachers children on scholarship so they know me but they're embarrassed because they don't want to take the children and I decided okay I would sit here so I sat on a bench outside of the principal's office for more than a week every day Wow! because I wanted them to take the children and they would suggest and I remember uh, the principal saying to me you know we can take the second one but the first one we, we can't take because she would not make it here.
0: She wouldn't thrive. Wow. But yes,
1: I, I said. To her, I said this. I said, listen to me. One, I'm not separating them. I said. And two, I know how to educate my children. I am not sending my children to your school to pass any exam. I am sending them because I want them to socialize in a particular manner. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me, and she took them. And the reason being, one was in a tough school, a school that certain things were going on, a social, her head was already in one direction, Mm -hmm. and I felt I wanted to bring her back to the extreme of another direction. Right. So I made my choice of school based on a social notion, not on an education notion. Mm. And so they went through the school and through the form. The one, the one who they thought she did all her subjects and she passed and stuff and stuff. But the first one didn't. But at this time, I am. I have my little, my little um placement company, not too far from the school. And I have the baby in in pre in pre, pre, pre kindergarten school.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I will leave my job at the, at the university and I will come down to this office. And what I did was I outsourced the older ones to places where they can get help. So if this one wanted to do computers, we found somebody around the area who could do computers. If this one wanted to do creative writing, she went there, whatever they wanted to do. So they will walk from school to, the, to, this, to this extracurricular thing, and then they will come to me.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: baby was with me in the office while I'm placing everybody's children. Mm-hmm. and this occurred from about 5 to 7 every night. My mom was a great help to me. When my father died, I, I brought my mom to live with me. Mm-hmm. So by the time we came home, they had, they had already done all their homework or whatever they had to do in the office. So when they came home, my mom had food prepared, she had their clothes done, mm-hmm. and they ate and they were able to go to their bed. So this is how we lived while I am doing all this placement. So when the second one, when she came out of school, I sent her abroad to university in the United States, mm-hmm. so she went at 18, but the older one didn't go, and she was so upset because her younger sister and her younger cousins, who I also have, they were gone and she was there, and I said to her, Listen, let me tell you something. Everything is not for everybody.
2: Correct.
1: I said, you will go to university. I will make sure you do that. But you're not ready and I'm going to get you ready.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said to her, I said, I promise you, you will make more money than them. <laughs> I said, because I know where you're heading and mm-hmm. I know what is going to happen. She said, you think so? I said, I know so. Mm-hmm. As if I'm dead and gone, you'll remember that. And so I, so I said to her, I said, look at your hands. You're so creative. Have you ever thought about cooking? And she said, no. I said, all right, come. I took her down to the culinary school. Mm-hmm. And she thrived. Hmm. And she had one more subject to do to, to, to get her associate degree. And I said to her, while oh, she was no, at the
0: culinary de- school?
1: Yes. I mm-hmm. said, oh, no, you're leaving there now.
2: Hmm.
1: No? How, how? I said, no. So I was going abroad to do all of my engagement, and I went to visit this, this culinary school that I had read about, and it was beautiful. But what was, what was my interest? My interest was that culinary school did one subject at a time. So you'll have a semester where you may have five courses, mm. but one subject is done at a time, mm. and I knew that is the environment she needed.
0: That was a pace that would work for her
1: that space of work for her. Wow. And I took her there when she went. She loved it, and she thrived. My children at the university level never got anything lower than a B. Mm -hmm. This child who they said couldn't make it. And when the two older ones were finished, I said, okay, come home. You need to do a degree in Trinidad and Tobago because you need to be socialized in the region.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So the one who was Fast and brilliant, as people think. She got into the University of the West Indies and she did her, uh, her master's there. Mm-hmm. But this one, who was the first one, I said, you can't come here. But I read about this school, Sital, that did ed- educate the people who were already working because this one now is big-time working, chef all about the police. Mm-hmm and i and what sital did one subject at a time
2: Mm -hmm. so
1: she got her mba in tourism and hospitality there and thrived wow and when the last one who had gone to bishops junior i didn't like what the high schools look like Mm -hmm. and i sat at my desk and i said lord help me and then i got the ambassador the real posting mm-hmm. and so she went to Jewish school in Jamaica with an education the way I thought people should be educated and mm-hmm. so she thrived and so she got a distinction and mm-hmm. so she's, she's now doing an online MBA in, 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 in the, at the University of Bedford. Uh, she's doing it online, you know, but but
0: yeah but you're See, missing out an important part because after she finished at um in jamaica she went straight from jamaica to the university in in u.s and in florida oh yes, oh yes. right she,
1: she she had done a lot of a, a lot
0: of international things mm-hmm. she
1: had been exposed
0: so, so she was because she was a diplomat's daughter exactly
1: yeah yes, she mm-hmm. went to everything and so she went straight to university there and then She's back here because of the pand- pandemic. And I said, oh, you know, because there's a pandemic, doesn't mean you stop. Mm-hmm. So she got a job. And I said, oh, and she got this online thing, um, course. Again, she's doing it um, uh, on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So what, what am I essentially saying? It's what I tell all parents. A school is as good as what it can do for you. If you go to Harvard University and you can't fit in, it's not a good school for you. I don't care if it's number one school in the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you go to Morehouse College and it educates you properly, that's the school free. Mm-hmm. So as long as the school is accredited and it it's a good school, that's what I care about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You go. Sometimes a child needs to be big fish in small ponds. That's right. Sometimes they need to be small fish in big ponds. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't look at what anybody else is doing. The other thing my, my parents did for me, I have done to my children. My parents didn't care if I did needlework, home economics, or be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do?
0: That's right. It Discover my your child's choice. gift or passion. That's right. Yes.
1: And so I give my children the same choice. I lead them with all of the experience that I have, but I give them the same choice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I will say, oh, this is a good school for you. This one, I'll tell them why, but if they didn't choose that, and they choose something else, that's where they went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so this this whole thing about education and I tell the the other thing I tell my children listen to me you know a few years from now, nobody cares what your degree is in. Nobody That's cares right. what your grades
0: are, you know. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. When a child is walking at eight months, nine months, and another one isn't walking until 16 months, who cares? When they, once who cares? they're walking, it's fine. If a child talks at a particular age, it doesn't matter. If they're reading matter. at a particular age, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you know, matter. we have to get rid of this competitiveness about my child is going to this school or yes. my child is doing that. Let your child be all that God has created him or her to be. That's
1: right. And yeah. the other thing I say is, I say to them all the time, a degree only says that you now have the ability to.
0: To learn. learn, that's right. I remember you saying that.
1: You know, that's what it is. And so, there are students who come to me, and I say to them, and I say to the parents, "You, the university is not for you. Mm-hmm. The, the conventional university is not for you. Here is what's for
0: you." Mm-hmm and i know Um, you had shared with me sorry to cross you Ivor, but uh i know you had shared with me at one point in time where you had situations where you know parents had insisted because i guess everybody was doing it especially in the Uh 90s when i was was growing up that their children had to leave trinidad and go to the u.s to to go to be educated in terms of tertiary level Uh and um i remember you telling me a long time ago that you know there were some parents told them i don't think this is the right fit for your child but they insisted Mm-hmm. And it ended up in the demise of some of those children.
1: And many. And, and every time I said that, every time I said that, the child got into trouble. Wow. Every time, and I would say to parents, and they misunder A lot of parents misunderstand this, especially Christian parents. Funny mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. when I say to them, when you bring your child to me, you come, you sit. There are fees that you have to pay for the child to take exams. You, you know what is going on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I say, but listen, the process is not between me and you. Mm-hmm. The process is between me and, and the your child. child. That's right. Don't ask me anything. He ha- the child has my confidence. I will only tell you what the child wants me to tell you. Mm-hmm. I am not going to tell you everything that the child says. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these friends sit down in front of me, and they are stressed and mm-hmm. frustrated with their parents.
0: Yeah, yeah, Because, because their parents want to, want to live vicariously through the child. That's
1: right. So they <laughs> I understood that. And there are people who have pulled their children from me mm-hmm. because they didn't like that. They want to be a part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. You, you go ahead. I, yeah. You know, but if you leave your child to me, because many times the children will listen to me, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't listen to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they're at that age. And so I know, I understand that people can lead your children in the wrong way. I understand all of that. But if you trust me mm-hmm. and you put them into my hands, I will get them where they need to be mm-hmm. and leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Don't make the choice for them. Mm-hmm. It, dis- it would not work. You know, don't, don't, make, the, don't make the method your method. Yeah. It's not always a straight line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things I can say about the experience I've had with, with educated children, and now I've educated my own. Mm-hmm. My child in Jamaica come to me to pay somebody in Jamaica to do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> All her life she has been around me and she has seen what I do, but she didn't want me to do it. Mm-hmm. I paid the money.
2: Yeah. Wow. Because
1: yeah, because who, 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 what does she know? Hmm. You know? It's like, I, 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 I look at my friend, uh, he's Crawford, the, the 100-meter, um,
0: Olympic medalist, yes.
1: And his children, because his son is my godson, and his children, they run around as their daddy, and ato Bolden comes to the house, and the boy is jumping up, he's turning himself all around, because
2: Arthur Boland, yes.
1: great runner, <laughs> it never occurred to him that his he was the great runner. That's exactly.
0: Daddy.
1: Wow. Yes. As I say, but a prophet was,
0: was, is without honor in his own country, right? So, <laughs> it,
1: Because that is what my child was telling me. She wanted to go to a placement company. I paid big money for to go to a placement company.
0: And you are doing the very thing.
1: Yeah. And I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. To this day, I haven't said anything to her because that's what she wanted to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I, in my word, at this, when she's 16, 17, my world well becomes shaky, you know. Mm-hmm. Parents, uh, I wanted to do what I wanted to do, so I left her alone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. You know, and now ev- you know. Now everybody comes back. Like when they when they when they write their papers to the for to the um for, 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 for when they were in university or even when they were in high school, I would look at the paper, I will edit the paper, and I say, "Listen to me, I'm, you see, this thing, I'm changing, I'm changing it once. Mm-hmm. Don't come back with this again because." And I said, listen to me. I'm telling you, as a lecturer, if you write a paper for me and it has half of what I want to have, but it's well written, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yeah. But when I have to correct all these things, so I, again, I taught them how to write. Yes. Now they write. I mean, I don't have to look at them anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, I never allowed them to, to, to give work to teachers that were not, not properly written, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or it's not neat, or it's not, yeah. you know, in a particular way. I, I put my foot down with that. But hmm. now they, are, they all can write so well. I mean, Shania writes so very well. Yeah. I look at them and I smile. But my mother did that for me.
0: That's right.
1: So I pass it on. So in the, in those ways, there are many other things you could talk about, but time permitted. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that education is what is real for the child. Mm-hmm. It's what the child ability matches with. Mm-hmm. And today, if you don't understand it, if you didn't understand it before, look at today. It is the service-oriented people that are still making money. That's right. All who's up in the office. All they the offices that are jobs. closed,
0: they don't have jobs. Yes. But the servicemen, the 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 mechanics, the yes. plumbers, all the yes. ones that we look all the yes. ones we look down on. Yes. You know, I keep telling them, let's think outside of the box. Joey is yes. very much into gardening. He's yes. growing squash. Um, we, we could eat squash, you know, from yes. what he has grown, and that's he has nice. peas and stuff coming up and stuff in the yard as well. Now it's like, yes. wow. And if that's where he's inclined, that's where we're going to support him. So, that's where the money. Yeah. And that's exactly. Yeah, we have to start. I used to talk to my children all the time. We would be yeah. driving around the Savannah and you know, we looking uh-huh. at the, the little prince, the snow cone vendor. We yeah. look at um the pull up, the the doubles vendors and stuff. And I had them yeah. work it out. I said, guys, how many doubles do you think he can produce in a minute, or how many do you think he sells in about a minute or so? Uh-huh. You know, multiply uh-huh. that by five, and how many yeah. hours is he working for day, and work uh-huh. out the time. And we, when you see how many, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. It's yeah. astounding, even. And he has to. He's finished working by ten o'clock in the morning. Then he has the rest of the day. If he wants to pursue something else, he could pursue something else. But we really do have to stop thinking because it's all about us, you know. We've made it, like you said, we've made it about us and not so much about the children. And so that's why I'll put in a plug here. From a gifted hand series of workshops. Parents, get in on those. I know with the pandemic, the restrictions are such that I have to hold off on doing these classes. I don't even want to do them virtually because I think people have virtual and Zoom fatigue. I want to be able to engage with the children and teach them skills that could probably earn them an income, whether they do it for fun, as a hobby, or they do it and they turn it into a business. It doesn't matter to me. But I want us to give the children a break from all the academics constantly down their throats, you know? And I really want us to start, you know, not trying to live vicariously for those of you that are doing that uh-huh. through our children because it will look better it will sound better when you can say well my child is going to this particular school or yeah. my child went to this u.s college or my child has gotten at the end of the day nobody it doesn't matter you did you got eight distinctions at cxc you go going to do a levels a distinction at cxc doesn't really matter after a levels you get eight distinctions there again let's just say you go on to do your first degree that doesn't really matter and everything it just it just doesn't matter at the end of the day You know, nobody really cares at the end of the day.
1: Let me tell you what matters, which I've discovered. You better give your child some grounding Mm -hmm. in integrity, Mm -hmm. in faith, and in the knowledge of God. Yes. You better keep them grounded.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I said to my children from the day they came to me, I said, look, every Sunday morning we will go to church.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Rain, sunshine, we will go to church
2: as a family. Mm -hmm.
1: And they went, they went because they had to go. I never said to them, well, I want you to come on a Friday or come on a, 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 Mm -hmm. or this day. No, on a Monday. So when I was dressing on a Friday night and One said, Can I go with you? Oh, I was so happy. Mm -hmm. Because now they were going because they wanted to Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. You know? And that grounding meant that I can send them abroad and they could keep Mm -hmm. their standards. None of them went astray because they had a good sense of right and wrong, what was expected, how you do things, who you're accountable for. Too, mm-hmm. when you get yourself in this, in this sort of trouble, etc., etc., et cetera, you know? And so we'll go. They give you the story of, of one of my, my first daughter, one of her best friends got pregnant when she was in the mm-hmm. And we were driving to, my daughter and I were driving to the university. And she said to me, oh, you know, so-and-so got pregnant. And with my left hand obviously, I hit a whack mm-hmm. on, on her arm. Well, why are you hitting me? I said, because I will kill you if you do this. That. <laughs> That's what I will do. Mm-hmm. It's a standard joke. Mm-hmm. When she came, she told me, oh, her friend asked her to be the godmother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was near to me, whack. I said, remember, godmother is not mother.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: in my house, was a standard joke. Mm-hmm. If she's telling me about this, this young lady, she will go and stand up very far <laughs>
2: away. <the> <laughs>
0: That's the order. <laughs>
1: That's the order. That's my expectation. Now, can it be that somebody may fall out of that line? Yes. Mm-hmm. And would I deal with it? Yes. But why shouldn't I tell my children what I expect? Mm-hmm.
0: So there are no surprises.
1: There's no surprises. Mm-hmm. They know me. Mm-hmm. They know me and I know them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Run, And life could hit you all sorts of, right. of, of detours. And we could
0: Again, your expectations will we will will put out there, so they not, knew what to expect. Not, yes,
1: none of them ever failed anything. Yep, they did not because uh, well, I'm I'm a single person, but mm-hmm. the three of you, I can't afford to spend money twice on something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so these are the these to me. That's what is most valuable. Yes, who this person is, mm-hmm. Wh- what are they, what is their integrity like? Mm-hmm. How do they think? How do they see other people? Are they children? Who will? a need and help that person with a need. Mm-hmm. Um, I always insisted that, you know, we're not better than anybody. Mm-hmm. You're not your educator, you better. Those are the things I think parents should concentrate on.
0: on. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know? And
1: once you do that, that along with all of the institutional things that you can do will, will, will bring a holistic child. The other thing I think that is critical in our society is to teach children how to think
0: critically. Absolutely.
1: And I'm thankful
0: for the opportunity as a homeschooling parent to be able to do that. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's what sometimes formal education in this country lacks. Mm -hmm. And and
0: across the globe, actually, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. So, therefore, when you have a mother like mine who taught me in a particular way, all that time she is introducing me. the idea that i could do whatever i want to do just think it through it has to be sequential you have to do this you have Mm -hmm. to do that but she she gave me the space you know to, to think yeah we sat around a table for dinner every night, the whole family and
0: something it, that a it, lot it, of families need to get back to doing. Yeah, oh my goodness! And,
1: yes, and it was like, oh, how was your day today? What did you do? Mm-hmm. We always had conversation, Season. so everybody had to say what they had. To, everybody had an opinion. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to listen to what the other person said. Mm-hmm. You know, so so we are we we be confident in our position mm-hmm. in life. You know, we and 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 to me that when I had the three, I I didn't designed to have them Mm -hmm. but when they came and people you know people told me many people told me don't take them many people told me take one and let somebody else take another one many people told me you know that my life will stop wow and let me say to you you could read my cv and you could tell me about all the things i've accomplished i am telling you the most important thing that i've ever done in my life was to take those three children. Hmm. And people think that I have blessed them. Let me tell you, they have blessed me.
0: Exactly. Psalm 127, they are blessing their heritage of the Lord. That's what yes. the word says. Yeah,
1: They have they blessed me. I was in the hospital once, sick unto death. Nobody knew what was happening to me. I was being poisoned and I did, they didn't even know. And I thought one night I, would, I was not going to wake up the next morning. And I said to God that night, I said, look, you know, I've had a wonderful life. And if you're ready to take me, that's okay. But I said, the only thing that's on my mind, Lord, is is, is these three children, it was only a year I had them. Mm-hmm. I said, of oh, course, you think they could take another death? Mm. And the next morning I woke up and I knew God said, no, they couldn't take it. If I didn't have those children, I would have nothing to bargain
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they are blessing to me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and if you, if you, when you take on the responsibility, you have to take it on. You have to be committed. You have to, you know, recognize the three individuals and you have to do differently. That's right, exactly. We're not perfect. We mm-hmm. are not perfect, mm-hmm. but we can make an effort in a different direction and we should not be trying to, to, to just suppress their personalities and suppress their creativity you know, mm-hmm. and for, for me, look, I'm, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm retired and um, I saw a job um, yesterday that I want to um, apply for. I'm going to apply for a totally different way out, mm-hmm. next direction. But I just feel that I could do anything I want to do. And yeah. I, I, I think this is the time in my life where I can change. Mm-hmm. I could can, I can just be. Well, I've always done it, but, you know, I'm comfortable now. I don't have any responsibilities like before.
0: Yeah, because so you've why... paid and seen all of them through college. so yes. Yeah.
1: So, so why not do something else? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know what is in my mind and what is my spirit, and I know what I have to give. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: see? But but those kinds of of, of, of of, that kind of confidence, you could only have if you had parents who steered you in a particular way or if you met a a teacher who could tell you ah turn this corner or if you met a counselor who could say you know you can do so and so it it takes an investment
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: you know in a young person and I think that's what we need to do more invest the young people
2: that's right
1: you know don't expect anything from them you are giving you're not taking Mm -hmm. you know you just give and you guide and your wisdom you know you pass on to me that's that's
0: a legacy yeah oh gosh Ivor thank you so so very much and I love how you you summarized everything so beautifully there you know encouraging advising investing in our children that is where you're going to see the most Benefits, You're going to see the fruit of the labor, not trying to live vicariously through them, but allowing them to be individuals. And if you happen to be like me with a large family, seeing each and every one of them as individuals given to you by God with purpose and our responsibility, yes, we are stewards over them, but it's to get out of them, to unearth in each and every one of them what their destiny is to be fulfilled and one child may go the route of going to university right away the other one may uh-huh. have to take a break and and do something else in the meantime you know i mean you were instrumental in helping me with with matthew when the time came Uh for him, when he was considering Uh university, but you knew my heart, which was that I didn't think he was ready to go. Uh And Uh you agreed. And the way how things ended up working out, even after he took the year off and everything, he was brilliant academically, but Uh I didn't think he was grounded enough. And I Uh knew what universities abroad are like in terms of making mincemeat (laughs) out Uh of children, if they're not strong enough Uh in, in, Uh in who they are. And, um, you supported him, you guided him and so on. He wrote some wonderful papers. He's a very good writer. I find as Uh well. Um, Mm-hmm. and you were there to supervise and I was out of the equation you told mm-hmm. me only what was necessary and I respected that because I trusted you as my friend mm-hmm. um, and knowing that you you cared for my children mm-hmm. and wouldn't lead them astray so if you have that business up and running Iva, let us know how we could contact you if that's the case I could put it in the um, show notes your email address and so on if you're still going that route you can let us know if parents are well, still looking for that service or what are you doing now
1: well well, people have It's funny because when I went to Jamaica as the, um, as hack commissioner, I thought it was over, <laughs> but people find me wherever I am to this day mm-hmm. and i I still help I still work with young people, I still help i and now it's even it's even better because you know we have all the technology that's right um that you know we can help people so it it remains it it keeps flowing, and for me, every day I meet the children. But well, they're young people now that I've helped mm-hmm. and it's so rewarding. It's so yes. refreshing, you know. And I, I, I you know, so for me it will always be a part of what I do. Okay. So
0: you could probably give me your email address and I could put it in the show notes. So guys, at the end of the um podcast, if you want, just go through the show notes at the bottom of each episode. It gives a bit a bit of a synopsis as to what it was about and you will find contact information for Dr. Gludon there. And yeah, that is it. Thank you so very much for spending this time with us again a pretty long episode but really worth the listen
1: Yes, but thank you so very much for having me
0: you're quite welcome love anytime <laughs>